Welcome to the podcast. Can you take my shift? Your favorite coworkers are off the clock and back for another episode. Welcome back, kids. Here it has been two weeks. And Amy, how did you spend those two weeks away from our lovely audience? Missing them. <laughs> nah, I hope, ah, you know, it's always weird coming back and recording because we used to do every week and now every two weeks. I'm like, what did I do in two weeks? Work's just been really busy. We have a fundraiser going on and now they want me to do a live stream event for it because they found out that I stream and I'm like, oh my God, please tell me you're not watching these streams because they are not to work appropriate. <laughs> Okay, but the thing is, like, you know, there's a whole, like, oh, like, my thoughts and views do not reflect the company. You don't post where you work. Like, no one... No one knows where I work, for yeah. the most part. I think I posted, like, one thing one time, and people are like, what do you do? And I was like, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. And if you do know, shh. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. But that is a great plug for your Twitch <laughs> channel. Did any of our lovely listeners watch our watch our Disneyland stream? Did you like it? Our Disneyland stream over at twitch.tv slash Shelly Amy? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Always be plugging. Always be plugging. Um, no, that was a super fun time. Um, thanks for everyone who came out to watch. Despite all the technical difficulties, I don't know how many times that game crashed. I think at least eight. At least eight. If we had taken a shot for every time it had crashed, we would have been in the hospital with alcohol poisoning. Well, yeah, I think it crashed like two times in a row. Like we had just got past the loading screen. Yeah, and I don't, I keep blaming it on the heat. It was really hot mm-hmm. the day that we streamed. So I'm blaming it on that. But overall, it was a fun time. We had a nice little jaunt around Disneyland. We may or may not have accidentally killed some kids. But you know what? You know what? Kids, kids are like, they're like bouncy balls. They just like come right back. Yeah. You know? Like we clotheslined them a couple times. <laughs> but it's, hey, it's like they bounce right back. They're fine. They're fine. Rub some dirt in their wounds. Exactly. It'll be okay. And I think the best part was like how scarily accurate. I mean, it, the, it's now dated because Disneyland is like, of course, always growing and changing, right? Yeah. So like there's no Galaxy's Edge and there's still some stuff that's no longer there. But it was like a really cool game. And I think. If people liked it, we can definitely do an, do another go of it. We can take another quick little day trip to Disneyland since we never know when we're going to get to see the real one again. Exactly. Unless, um, like I said on the stream, if everybody wants to donate $300, we could buy Connect and play it on the original hardware. Oh my god, that'd be so insane. And then we could be uh, play the original, original hardware and just go to Disneyland. <laughs> the real life experience yeah. itself. Exactly. Yeah, I think that was the scariest thing like down to like the music even like the the rides would have like announcements like it was crazy but it was a great time and if anyone is interested we did compile some of the best clips and moments from that episode on our youtube channel again at can you take my shift so if if you want to some laughs for your day you can check that video out over there but yeah other than that nothing too much is new with me kelsey what about you well Remember how a couple episodes ago Amy quit her job? Yes. Kelsey quit her job. Ah! I did. So I was working at a salon for almost two years. August would have been my two-year anniversary. And I could just... I don't want to bore you all, but like I, it's a wild ride. 
So should I just get into it? Give us like the good bits because this is this is a big deal for you. This is yeah. like the longest job you've stayed at since like we've been friends. Yeah, longest job I've been at since I was bartending. Yeah. yeah. So it's you g- g- give us the good bits. Give us the okay. TLDR. If okay. Will. So when I was bartending and serving and all that, I was like, I gotta, I gotta get out of this. I hate working till one a.m. I hate drunk people. Like I enjoy drinking myself, yes. but I hate serving drunk people. Yes. We've all heard my stories. So I was like, you know what? I am going to completely change my career. I think I'm going to become a receptionist. I've done like customer service work before. I was working at a boat rental place doing front like check-ins and stuff. I was like, I I get at this. Where am I going to work? I want to get my hair done, but it's so expensive. I think I'm going to become a salon receptionist. Mm-hmm. So I started applying to like salons. And so I applied to hair salons and then I was like, okay, waxing salons, nail salons. I even applied to a tanning salon. Now, Quick thing about the tanning salon is we'll get into this a little bit later in the podcast, mm-hmm. but I gave one of the worst job interviews I ever gave to that tanning salon. Nice. Because so we're talking and it's going well. She like she you know like I talk about software systems and computers and then she's like, so how do you feel about tanning? Like you would have to come in and t- tan all the time because of course you're at the front desk, you need to look tan. And I was like I really love spray tans. Like, I think they're great. But see, like, we all know me. Like, I'm all about skincare. I'm like, did you put on your sunscreen today? Yeah. Like, I'm very pale and, like, I burn so easily. And I was like, well, I actually don't tan because, like, when I was 12, they had to remove a mole because they thought it was skin cancer. So, I don't really do that. But I'm all about spray tanning. And her face just completely fell. And I was like... Shit, shouldn't have said that. Not getting hired. Thank you for your time. I will now be leaving. And I didn't get hired. Fair enough. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna tan. So I applied at a waxing salon. So I go into this interview, and now I've waxed before. So I wasn't against tanning. Like, sorry, I wasn't against waxing like I was against tanning. Yeah. And this place is really weird. So I'm like, this is a waxing salon. Why is there a bunch of jewelry and, like, accessories... And, like, bath and body products in the front. So, I was really confused. Like, the bath and body products I get. Yes. But not the jewelry. And the clothes. You guys did some clothes, too. Oh, they sell clothes now. But oh, before, okay. it was, like, scarves. Oh. So, I go in, and I'm like, hey, is, like, this the right place? So, I sit down for the interview, and it goes really well with the manager, because I was going well, and then I told her, like, hey, by the way, I'm supposed to be going to Europe for three weeks. Um, because I was like, I, was, I thought no one was going to hire me. And then, but I told her I was going to Ireland and she was from Ireland. She's like, where are you going? And I was like, I'm going to Cork. And she's like, I'm from Cork. So then we just sat and talked for 20 minutes about Ireland. So, and then she hired me. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Which I was like, oh, wow. I did not like anytime anyone hears, oh, I need three weeks off. It's automatic red flag. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, not getting hired. But yeah, she, so she hired me. And so I worked there for a while and then it was good I started part-time and then when I came back from my trip they were like uh, they had told me it was going to become full-time no it's not full-time so I was working 13 hours a week how are you supposed to pay your bills on 13 hours so I was like oh so I had to get another job it's when I worked for the clothing, the clothing company. Yeah. And then once the, so one of the estheticians quit. 
so the other, so the main receptionist, she was beginning to become an esthetician, so I took over her job. And this was in December. So it was perfect. I was like, finally had full time. I liked my job. The esthetician that quit was like the, was the worst person who worked there. So once she was gone, I liked all my coworkers. (laughs) And they're like, we're signing you up for benefits. And I was like, oh my God, like everything is lining up. Yeah. You know, January goes extremely well. February goes extremely well. This is February 2020. Oh, no. And then March hits and boom, COVID. So what they did is they weren't going to pay us, so they laid us all off, which understandable. Mm-hmm. So we laid off for two months. Then came back and things started to like... They were still going okay in the old location. Like, we hired a new person. Like, we were... We weren't that busy at the beginning, but then we, like, picked up again. And, like, everything was fine. You know, again, my job was... I liked my job. I got, you know, a really nice benefit of getting free waxing, which waxing is expensive. So, like, my eyebrows have never been better. (laughs) My eyebrows have never been better. Like, if I wanted to, I would have been, like, a hairless mole rat. Like, I had no hair anywhere. And then they decide that they're going to move locations. In the middle of a pandemic. Of a pepperoni pizza. Yeah. So, we close in October, and they told us we would only be closed for two weeks. Haha. <laughs> Two weeks turned into four months. So we were close. I literally like worked a- like a third of 2020. You did. It was yeah. actually really funny. I was yeah. like looking back and I was like, yeah, you barely worked. Yeah. So I I mean, on the one hand, it was nice because I had gone back to school. So I was laid off work and taking four classes. So it was really nice. Sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, it was really nice not to be working full time and doing four glasses because when I did have to, it was very, very stressful. Yeah, when I was working and doing my classes and this podcast, one of my classes, I would just put it on and I would edit the podcast while I was supposed to be in class. (laughs) So they keep telling us, oh, we don't know when we'll go back. We don't know when we'll get back because... So if you want to do renovations during a pandemic where offices were closed for two months, permits are going to be back ordered. Yeah. So they couldn't get any permits through because like the government was closed. Like they weren't issuing building permits when like there's a pandemic on. (laughs) The government is closed today. Sorry, can't help you. Come back tomorrow. It was extremely frustrating and then so you're on, I was on EI and I only had like one job interview because you have to be actively applying so when you're on EI. Yes. So I only had one job interview and I've talked about it on the podcast before how they wanted me to travel between their three locations. Oh yeah, for minimum wage. For minimum wage, yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to Kits. I do not leave anywhere near Kits. No. Like, I could work at something different far closer for minimum wage. Yeah, absolutely. So we reopen in March. So we finally get that we're going to reopen in March. And it's great. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, excited. Okay, I just finished school. We're moving. I'm going back to work. And then my boyfriend and I are like, you know what? I think we're in a financial situation where let's buy a car. And then... (laughs) So, I've, this is, so this is April, and then this is May. I also finished school. I am uh, getting waiting for my cheeky little diploma in the mail. Yeah. 
Um, I went to school for public relations with, like, also had a heavy influence in social media marketing. Yes. So, I, my boss asked me, what are you going to do? Like, now like now that you're done school, what are you going to do? And I was like, well, you know, I'm looking at social media internships and social media jobs and, like, to be, like, a social media manager. And then it was also looking, like, I was more interested in the social media than working in, like, public relations. Yeah. Because I just, when I was doing school, because when I first went to that program, I, th- I was like, I want to be a publicist. Yes. I want to tell celebrities to shut up. <laughs> like, I love a good, bad YouTube apology. Yes. A video, I eat that up. You do. I always yeah. come downstairs and you're watching someone, like, pick it apart. And I'm yeah. like, Kelsey, this is so trashy. But you know what? It's fine. Love love, love your trash. Yeah. It's okay. Hey, any, good, any publicity is good publicity. Unfortunately. Sadly, yeah. But, so... And I was like, oh, I think... And she's like... She's like, I think the company needs a social media manager. Because... She was, like, really pushing for me to become a social media for for the company. Because the company is, it's a, so it's a salon chain and that go, is in BC, Alberta, and Saskatchewan, and mainly in Alberta. Yeah. They have, I think, 14 stores in Alberta. 14 yeah. salons in Alberta. And they have, like, three out here in BC. And I was like, okay. And they're like, we're all about women. We're like, we're all about uplifting, like, our girls and, like, wanting to, them to grow and achieve in the company. And she's like, she laying it on thick. Yes. So I was like, well, you know, I haven't found, because I've been looking every day, but I really wanted to work for a company where I believed in their product. Again, going back to the tanning salon. You going to tan? No, I don't <laughs> want cancer. Yeah, and you want to make sure that you enjoy what right. you do yeah. every single day. So I was like, okay. So we got in this new line of clothing it was like linen it was all linen like each the cheapest piece of clothing was like 180 dollars so they ranged from 180 to 400 dollars now the clothing was beautiful yes far out of my price range (laughs) and people would come in and be like oh it's so beautiful look at the price tag and walk out yes which i mean we were in like an expensive part of downtown so like people it was like kind of made sense, but also didn't make sense because we had this really expensive clothing and then cheap costume jewelry. So it was very like the business model didn't make sense. Yes. And then we also did away with the nails once we moved and did strictly waxing. And then they're bringing in facials and like a skincare line because we also carried this incredibly expensive skincare line from South Africa. Yeah, where it's like a hundred dollars for your moisturizer. Jeez. Yeah. So it was a very weird business model yeah. this salon. So I was like, okay, like I will I will do this. So I made a campaign for this clothing line. And like I am again fresh out of school. I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. So we were struggling to sell this clo- to sell this clothing line. So I was like, okay, I'm fresh out of school. Why don't I make a campaign? So I put together a little mock campaign just on a piece of paper with pen marks. And, like, stick figures. And I showed it to my boss, and she's like, that's amazing. And I was like, yeah, like, I, like, if this is actually something that, like, they'd be interested in. Because I was thinking maybe what I could do is, you know, make campaigns that they would pay me for. Yeah. Um, As they should get paid for your work. Yes. This this will come in. T- <laughs> yeah, come we'll in get there. We'll get later. there. So... She was like, yeah, that sounds great. And then, so she's like, but she was like, I've been, and then she goes, I talked to them about there. They're so excited. They want to see campaigns. So I was like, yeah, just let me finish school first. Cause I was not done. I was, this is when I was in my exams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I finish my exams. I'm like, yeah, and I start working on it, and it's going well. And then I get COVID. Now, we all know I got COVID, and I got it from work. 
I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I got it from work. I got it from my boss who says she didn't give it to me. But when they did my contract chasing, they're like, that's who you got it from. 99% sure. And where she got it from, I don't know. It could have been a client. It could have been someone she was in contact with because she was had to travel. I'm not blaming anyone, but that is where it came from. Yes. So while I was laid off for two weeks, they well, not laid off for two weeks. While I was sick with COVID for two weeks, they didn't want to pay me. But the government can give you money. Yes. So, and then what they did is they called me. So, the CEO's personal assistant does like 800 jobs. Yes. And she calls me in the most condescending, basically trying to like make sure that I don't post it on social media that I got it for work. Yeah. And she's like, if there's anything we could do for you at all, just let us know. I would just hate to find out that we didn't do what we could, everything we could do for you. Okay, pay me. Yeah. You gave me COVID, pay me. Yep. Like, and it's like anything at all. I was like, oh, and then I was like, okay, so like, are you able, you know, to, am I able to get my wages? No, you have to go through the government website. Okay, what are you going to give me? You like, buy me some toilet paper? Like, yeah. what are you going to do? You're going to bring me, uh, you're going to bring me soup every day? Because she works in Calgary. You go, you go on Uber Eats me soup? <laughs> like, what do you want from me? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you will bring me a bottle of wine? <laughs> so it was so condescending. So then I come back. So, but during the two weeks, you know, I wasn't working. I had time to finish the campaign. I'll put together a whole social media marketing plan. Yeah. So I put together a campaign. I come back from work. I show my boss and she loves it. So I do an initial interview like about it with the the VP. Yeah. Who so the CEO is a mom and the VP is her son. Oh. So nepotism is at its finest. At its finest here, you know. And so we're going over it and he really likes it. He really likes the the marketing plan and the campaign. He loves it. So he like gives me some feedback about it and I'm like, "Oh yeah, you know, very like, you know, this was my first pitch but I also said like he's like oh you don't have like do you do you have like a lot of Instagram followers and I was like well no because I just started a new Instagram yeah and I was like but I do run a podcast like I do ride never told them about my podcast because I never wanted to put into my in our podcast bio our thoughts are ours and not this company yeah exactly which I was not doing that's why I created a new Instagram so it wouldn't be it would be a different last name. Yes. So they couldn't come for me for that. Yeah. So I do this and I, he gives me, he gives me like his feedback and I take it all in. I redo it. Like I put together a brand new slideshow. Like I, I want to be very clear. I spent so many hours on this. You did. You spent a lot of time. I reviewed it with you for a good couple weeks. Yeah. Like you were really nervous. You took my feedback very well. We yeah. went over it. It was a whole thing. And yeah. I, I've said this to you before. I want the whole world to know Kelsey's work was amazing. And, like, I... So, Amy works in social media, and my boyfriend, Trevor, works in social media. So, I went to the two people, and then our friend, Traveler, also works with social media. Yeah. So, I talked to all three of them who are in this working in this industry. And because originally, it was, like, how much time are we going to spend on social media? I had a very small amount of time a day, and everyone told me that is unrealistic. Yeah. Like, you will spend an entire day on an Instagram post. I did. Yeah. Because I was panicking. (laughs) Yeah. And so I come back. So then they want me to do a Zoom, like, meeting with the CEO, the VP, and then the CEO's assistant. So I do this. 
and I show my presentations and it's, I think it goes really well. And they ask me for three Instagram mock-ups and like I answer all their questions. Like I, I was nervous and I sweat a lot. So I'm very happy it was not in person. Yes. Um, and so I give them three mock-ups. Like I take out my fancy camera. Like I bought like a, like a whiteboard. Like you and I were, you were helping me shoot these photos. Yes. And it I was thought, a whole production. Yeah. And I thought they looked great. You know, I literally learned how to use Lightroom. You did. Yeah. For this. But the one thing about me is when I started something, some things I get right away and some things I don't. But I, you know, I usually get frustrated. But I improve very quickly. But most people do. When you look at your work six months from go and you look at your work now, right? Yeah. Everyone is constantly improving. So yeah. I saw my work from the beginning when I started working on the campaign. And then when I finished it, my work had improved drastically. Yeah. And, well, like, and the thing with mock-ups... It's a mock-up. It's a mock-up. It's not the final product. Yeah. And even final products, you can still fix up. Mm-hmm. So so I, like, did the mock-ups. I had Amy look through them. I had Trevor look through them. And I sent them off. And I'd been waiting. Didn't hear anything back for three days. And they're like, oh, like, and then they sent me back. Oh, we, like, we're dealing with some problems with the Alberta stores because Alberta stores were closed. Yes. And then they reopened. And then they're like, we'll give you a call. So he gives me a call. And we're talking away. And he was, like, telling me what he liked. And then he was like, there was a spelling mistake. And I was like, oh. So the font I had used didn't register that there was a spelling mistake oh yeah yeah and then the because i have like spelling software on my computer but the fact that like three people missed it but whatever it's a mock-up yes it was one letter off yes i just forgot the extra i oh no yeah and then he starts going off about how my work isn't good enough it's not up to par and how i need a lot of work and I was like, okay. So they also, too, had dressed... They cut my hours in half because we weren't busy. Yes. So I was like, okay, well, what what am I going to do? I, like, I'm hired as a full-time employee and you've just slashed my hours part-time. Well, your hours are going to be made up doing the social media. So they'd practically already given me the job. Yes. And then, so he's, like, going off on how my work isn't good enough and then how, like, oh, they but they want to work with me. They want to get my work, work to where it needs to be. And I was like, okay, so when would I do this? Oh, you would do this at home. Okay, so would I just, like, log my hours and you guys would pay me for that? No. Then what's the point? Then what's the point? So they're like, oh, like, because they have an e-commerce store that looks really, really bad. Yeah. And they're like, we want you to write the new product descriptions. We love your, like, we love your copywriting skills and your product descriptions. And I was like, but you're not going to pay me for that. No. And then we can evaluate in six months where your work is. And I was like, are you... Six months is way too long. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm sitting there on the phone just stunned. And I have, like, tears coming out of my eyes and I'm just like sitting there in silence and how you could make me do all of that work for you and then turn around and tell me why work isn't good enough so like I was like yeah I'll think everything over I have a phone I start immediately crying I just like it was really really hot too and like the coldest place in our in my house is like my bathroom so I get I sit in the tub and I'm like I just I felt too hot yeah you were overwhelmed yeah I was overwhelmed my boyfriend's like what is wrong and he's like holding my hand and I'm like crying (laughs) and just like saying like they said my work wasn't good enough and I just kept repeating it and it was so 
so frustrating because I know my work is great. And then like I literally went into the analytics of I pulled all of their social media. I went into the analytics. I photoshopped out like I photoshopped their social media to being like, this is what it could be. Yeah. Yeah. I put one of my coworkers who is absolutely she's absolutely stunning. She's stunning. She's like a mother of two. She's like your perfect Vancouver woman. Yeah. I put her in a piece. I took, we went up to a rooftop in Vancouver and like a beautiful sunny day. I took shots of her. I edited them. Like she looks absolutely stunning. It looks like a campaign. It does. It looked really, really good. Yeah. And I was so excited and I put so much time and work and like I'm some of my own money into it and they didn't think my stuff was good enough. And he was like, yeah, there's a spelling mistake. Oh, this photo wasn't bright, bright enough. And I said to him, I was like, oh, you know, like that like takes me two seconds on Lightroom to just move the brightness yeah. up. Like, also, I, I was talking to him how about, because I've done some graphic design, how, like, for the podcast, I'll send you something. You're like, I don't like that font. I'll send you another one. Like, I'll keep changing the font until you like it. Yeah. That is how social media works. Yeah. Like, at my job, I literally, the reason why social media work takes so long is because you have to, like, sit there and you never go with the, like, you have, like, four ideas in your head. You have to make up the four different mock-ups. And then you have to make the mock-ups for Instagram, for Twitter, for Facebook, because all of them are formatted differently. And you have to make sure those mock-ups look good on every single social media platform. And then they also never gave me any outline of what, when they said, yeah, can you give us three mock Instagram posts? I said, cool, of which products do you want? Oh, you know, like, this product and then what other two other products of your choosing? And I was like, okay, like, what do you want the descriptions to be? They're like, oh, we want a description and a hashtag, you know, just like what you would post. So they gave me no direction. Ugh. And then when I gave them their work, oh, this is not what we're looking for. Cool. You did not tell me what you were looking for. Oh, my God. So, People are the worst. Yes. Yeah. So I go into work because I still had to work that night and I am just like visibly upset. Yeah. And then my manager knows what's going, knows something's wrong, but she didn't know what had happened. And then, so <laughs> this has nothing to do with this, but I am sitting at the front desk trying not to cry. I'm just dead inside. And I see the restaurant next door running around with umbrellas and writing a sign. I was like, what are they doing? A crow was starting to attack pedestrians. <laughs> so I guess a crow had built a nest at the top of this restaurant and their patio was right outside. So if you tried to get up from your table, this crow would swoop down and attack you. <laughs> there was already death on your work yeah. doorstep. Like that yeah. was a sign that and things were not going to go well. And I'm just sitting there trying not to well. cry. And my coworkers are all watching this madness. And I'm just staring dead inside the computer while people are screaming outside from this crow. And I'm just like, I, I don't know what to do. God. So the next day, my manager's like, okay, you need to tell me like what's wrong. So I tell her everything and I just start crying. Because how I process my emotions is I need to process all of my emotions at the beginning. Yes. Because if I drag them out. It's not a good time. It's not a good time. So I just go at a 10 for like one to two days. And then after that, I pick up and I move on. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, like, I told her how they, like, how they screwed me over, how upset I was. And she's like, she's like, I can't believe they did this to you. Like, they made me think you were going to be their social media person. She's like, honestly, they've gone through eight social media people in the last three years. That is a giant red flag. Massive red flag. Yeah. And then one thing I couldn't get over is, I was like, they said my posts weren't good enough. They've literally posted 
toilets on their Instagram. Yeah, they posted a pink porta potty. And yeah, they like these are the vibes. Yeah, the vibes of what IBS. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you're selling waxing, like personal care and jewelry, which again is a weird ass business model. And then you're posting like. Like, they went through a series, like, of a time where they were posting just random pink pictures because, like, pink is their color. Yeah. And they're like, ooh, vibes, aesthetic. But apparently, porta potties were good enough to be posted on I, their Instagram. I think they missed the vibe check on yeah. that one a little bit. <laughs> but not my work, my product, you know, my professional light box product shots or. Yeah. But a. Whatever. So I tell I was like I was like I can't be here. Like, like I'm gonna eventually. I gotta leave. So I go home uh, like the next day, and I'm looking for jobs. Yes. And what do I see on Indeed? My job position. <sighs> so I had not quit. I said like I will need to eventually find something else. Yes. I knew I was gonna. I knew I was like gonna start like jo- seriously job hunting right away. Yeah. But. I still need to pay my bills. Yeah. Like, I wanted to quit on the spot, but then... Money. Money, yeah. Um, the cat doesn't pay rent, so I gotta pay rent. Yeah. So I, I'm like, I said to my manager, and I was like, why is my position up? If you're hiring a part-timer, I said I can work full-time. Well, you said you were quitting. No. I said, I'm gonna eventually leave. We're all gonna eventually leave. <laughs> We're also all gonna eventually leave this planet one exactly. day, too. <laughs> And I was like, I thought this was between us, you know, because you said we were friends. And she's like, well, the, 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 it's still a business. The business has needs. So I felt incredibly betrayed. Yes. So I like, I mean, it was also a bit of a kick in the ass because I started applying like a mad woman. Yes. I like come. So I was against LinkedIn for the longest time. Still don't like it. Uh, but I made a whole LinkedIn. I like redid my resume. I wrote cover letters like I was sending out job application after job application and I was like I need to get a new job so that kind of brings to what this episode is about other than just my rant is applying for jobs so I remember when you when you're first applying for jobs like when we were younger you had your physical resume and you went in and handed your resume yes I was always told and I still tell people this to this day if you're applying for like minimum wage service jobs like at like at coffee shops at fast food restaurants mm-hmm. you go or e- even sometimes retail sometimes mm-hmm. you apply online first and then you take your physical resume and bring it into the business yeah. but they still so most businesses want you to apply online now. Yes. So, like, if you were to go in, for example, the coffee shop we worked at, if you were to go in with a resume, the first thing they're going to ask you is, did you apply online? Yes. If you haven't, they're not going to take a resume. Exactly. So, but now, like, most places won't even take physical resumes, especially after the pandemic. Yes. Like, unless you're going into, like, a restaurant, they still, like, take physical resumes. Yeah, but they'll also do interviews on the spot. Exactly, which I've had some interviews on the spot. And then, but, like, so, like, the main place people go to is Indeed, but then, like, LinkedIn is also really big. Yes. So, Indeed is more, like, lower-level jobs. Yeah. I mean, like, LinkedIn does have some lower-level jobs. Like, it feels weird if you're, like, applying to Home Depot on LinkedIn. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's really a thing there. But, yeah, yeah, LinkedIn's more for, like, connecting and Mm -hmm. business stuff. So, I was, like, applying, like, a mad woman. And then I, so I finished, like, I went to university. I have lots of experience. I was applying for entry-level jobs, and it's crickets. And there's a whole talk about, oh, like, businesses can't find employees. 
It's bullshit. It is. And especially the issue with a lot of social media jobs is you see those bullshit posts of, oh, we're hiring a social media manager with 15 years of experience. So you want Tom from MySpace. Oh, this is who we, you're yeah. looking for, Yeah, you're looking right? for Tom from MySpace. Are you looking for Mark? Yeah, Mark, you know. Yeah, Mark like, Zucky. Like, <laughs> let me just ring him up real quick. Yeah. I'm sure he's not busy at all. So I was like, what do I do? I have, and then what they wanted to pay was so low. And I was like, so I paid, I paid how much for school mm-hmm. to work minimum wage? Mm-hmm. Like, are you kidding me? And then they want, like, they want so much experience. And then I saw this one job that they're like, can you submit five TikToks? Yeah, I saw that too. Or they want, like, links to your social media accounts because they want to see how many followers you have. Which I also kind of think is BS. Exactly. When they ask to see, because some people just have personal ones, Mm -hmm. right? So, of course, like... I don't always post on Instagram because I don't feel like I need to. For me, Instagram's a scrapbook. I just yeah. put photos that I really want in there. If I've gone on vacation, I'll post a gratuitous selfie every once in a while, like a fit check. Not all the time, though, because I just feel like it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's... Because some of, like, the best social media managers have no personal social media. Yeah. Because they they associate it with work. Exactly. So, like, I... So, that's why you have, like, a mock campaigns. And, like, I had, like, that... I had designed two campaigns, so I was fully ready to send all that work out. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I did something petty. So, my work needed new price, like pricing signs but head office didn't want to send us any so my coworker asked me if I could make some so I did and they looked beautiful and they all matched but when they told me my work wasn't good enough it took them all down honestly <laughs> it's deserved they didn't pay you for them exactly so. um get paid for your work yep yeah so I was like applying to places didn't hear back from any I applied to a job by accident that was definitely a scam yes so I didn't go to the interview so I got three interview Request from I applied over 40 jobs. I got three interview requests. So the first interview was a digital one on Indeed where, so you know, like some jobs now will do like a phone interview and then if that goes well, they won't have you in person, especially like with the pandemic. Yes. So this was a digital one where the computer was going to ask you questions. That's so weird. Yeah. And I did the first question. It was like, I hate this. I hate this so much. This is so cold, so gross, so informal. And it was basically, it was for another waxing salon receptionist. Weird. And uh, like, I, I hated it so much because it was a robotic voice asking you questions. And then it was like, beep. And now here's your response. Beep. Weird. No, I hate, I hate everything about that. No. No. So then the second one I got, I applied for... A reception, another receptionist job. And they called me. They did a phone interview. The phone interview went really well. And she asked me to come in for an in-person interview the next day. And I was like, yeah, as long as it's before this time, I can come in. She's like, oh, yeah, that totally works. The third interview request I get is for the same time for the one I had the next day. Oh, no. For a gym. So I emailed them back going, hey, like, I that time doesn't work for me. Is there any other times? Go, never answer back. Oh, no. Yeah. So I go to this interview the next day and I get on the bus 
that goes through the worst part of town. I'm the only person on the bus and like in the morning and I was like, I, I'm already having a terrible feeling. Oh no. So I get to my interview. I'm doing it with these two women. The first one is the one who interviewed with my father who is like sunshine in a bottle. Yes. The other woman, I was like, I don't think she likes me. So he's talking. You know, I thought I gave a pretty good interview. Not the best interview I've ever given, but I was like, oh, I th- like I thought it was pretty good, but I was st- still feeling incredibly off from my bus ride to work. Yes. And then I leave the interview and I was like, that woman didn't like me. I don't think I got the job, but I got to my current job and I, I don't know why this isn't something that we all should know. And I feel like an idiot now knowing it but if you go to an interview and you like the the like the job send a thank you email yeah so that is something i'm pretty sure i taught you that no you taught me that because yes. no one had ever told me to do that yep yes this is a big old piece of advice for all of you who want to apply for jobs because this happened to me i went to a job interview me and the lady hit it off really really well she was very nice and i ended up not getting the job i wasn't super upset over it but i found out it was another one of my classmates who got the job and i found out later she actually really really liked me and probably would have asked me to work for her but the girl she hired sent a thank you note after the interview which is something my teachers always taught us to do but i just slipped my brain it's something you don't think about after a job yeah. interview but it is so 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 crucial because then it could also work the other way is like unfortunately like even if you don't get the job sometimes they'll email you back being like thank you at least for the email and now you potentially have a contact of Mm. someone else in it sounds super businessy now you have a contact in your network of someone you could go back to which is really cool yeah and i never i had never done this before so i was like okay well i'd like on the fence um because i also brought up the wedding yes which is like to what this episode comes up the day before the wedding no this episode comes with the week after so the week uh, after <laughs> the wedding will be done congratulations yeah. kaylee and congratulations kaylee Woo. but anyways this episode's not about you no so, <laughs> so i was like okay and then i get an email back and then i was like okay because i because i when i asked at the time off they're like for the right candidate that's us that we could do that but, like, the way she said it, I didn't think she liked me. I was yeah. like, mm, the right candidate, but it's not you. Yeah. Um, so then I get a call for... No, I get an email back asking for my references. Yes. So I put down... I, you, I've worked with you, and you've been my supervisor, so yes. I put down you. I put down our friend Kaylee, because I also worked with her, and she she's the one I worked with, like, customer service. Yes. Um, and then I also put down my coworker, my coworker who is like who had been there for like 10 years she wasn't the manager because i was not really speaking to my manager at the point yes because i was still really upset but anyway yeah so i put down my coworker, and so they call you you don't answer because they called from an unknown number i don't pick up unknown numbers no i didn't pick up unknown numbers either i was like yeah. what is this it, it literally said no caller id and yeah. i'm like that's suspicious yeah. you're not gonna pick that up so they call they call kaylee they call christy they're both wonderful besties and gave me glowing reviews good um and then i get a call offering me i'd like to do a trial shift to make to see if i like it right which i think and they're like it's going to be paid which i've done trial shifts before where they're unpaid and it's bullshit yes um so i go in to do a trial shift and i was like really on the fence but i was like i don't know the vibes were just off i get in there there's a giant hot dog balloon at the entrance of the 
entrance of the door. And I was like, why is there a giant hot dog balloon here? <laughs> I go in. The receptionist is dressed like a hot dog. And I was like, oh, huh? And she's like, it's hot dog day. And unironically... All my friends know this. Cassie loves hot dogs. You do. It's very weird, but you absolutely love hot dogs. Like, give me the dollar fifty Costco hot dog. Give me a hot dog at a baseball game. Like, I love them. <laughs> and I was like, this is so strange. But I was like, I also took a different way to get there. And it was the same amount of time, but was way safer. Yeah. Um, and I was like, this... If, if I... Like, I don't know. Like, if... If I asked, like, for a sign... If I asked the universe for a sign, I don't know what better sign could they have given me. Truly. Not unless it was, like, Disney Day or something crazy like that. Yeah. Or Mamma Mia Day. Yeah, like, Like, something. It would have been insane. Yeah, and I had, like, a really good day. Everybody was nice. I got a hot dog. Like, I was like, yeah, I think... I think this is it. And then they called me the next day, which was Amy's birthday. It was. And so we were hoping for good vibes. Yeah, and Nintendo Direct Day. Yes. So I wake Amy up because it was her birthday. She opened her present. And you also wanted to be up for Nintendo Direct. And you knew I was going to be up. Yes. And then, so you start watching Nintendo Direct and they call me. And I was like, oh my God. So I call. And then they offered me the job position. And I was like, yes, absolutely. I'll take it. Then I was like, okay, now I have to go to work. And I say goodbye, Amy. And then Amy calls me from the bus stop because I was like, joking that if Nintendo like remastered like, one of my my favorite video game, I was like, you tell me the minute. Yeah, I literally was just <laughs> going to call her to say the title yeah. and hang up. So that's what I did, yeah. is I called her, because Kelsey loves WarioWare. I just went, new WarioWare game November. And you were like, you're kidding. And I was like, nope. Okay. Have a great day yeah. at work. <laughs> so it was a great day. I got a new job, new wa- new WarioWare news, Amy's birthday. Yes. It was all coming up Millhouse it that day. It was. Oh my gosh. I was literally yeah. about to say that. So thank you, Brain Cell, for reading my thoughts. Yeah. But that's the thing is like job interviews are so strange. Like I've had ones where I was like, this went well. The job is mine. And then they never call you. Yes. And then I've had terrible ones. Like I... Okay, anytime a job, I've in my experience, offers you the position on the spot, run. It's never good. Red flag. Yeah. So, like, I had a job at a noodle place that I really liked, and they were offering $18 an hour. Now, this was three years ago, so that's really good. Yeah. So, I go in, they really like my experience, and they're like, and I was like, they're like, questions, and I was like, yeah, so it says starting 18. They're like, well, no, it's actually starting minimum wage, but you can make $18 an hour mixed with your tips, and I was like, no, that's lying. No, that... No, that's not how that works. No, that's a straight up... No. Yeah. No. No. And then I was driving home and they called me to offer me the job. And I was like, I was like, I um, I, I have to get back to you. So I'll tell my dad. And he's like, the fact that they lied about the salary, offered you the job on the drive home. Like, that is f- two red flags. Do not take this job. Yeah. But what's really bad, you have, again, you have those jobs where they offer you the job on the spot. Let's talk about group interviews. Because I know Amy has some thoughts, feelings, and opinions on group interviews. I do. I... I've been to one group interview, and it was when I was... This was... Well, you've been to two. Two? Yeah, the clothing place and the technology place. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I've been to two. Because we've been to the same group interview. Yes, okay, yeah. yeah. So I've been to two group interviews. 
the first group interview I ever went to, I'm going to say the company's name because I don't give two shits. Go ahead. It was Apple. And I think Apple's pretty notorious for doing group interviews, so I don't feel bad saying that at all. And I got, I was really excited that I even got like a job interview because getting a job at Apple is really, really difficult unless you know somebody. And I knew some people, but... I, I have a really big issue, and this is a thing with me. I never felt like I earned my first job at the coffee shop because I kind of got it through my mom's connection. You got it through nepotism. I did. I didn't get my... Um, Theme park job through nepotism. No, I didn't get that, yeah. and I also didn't get my... Um, clothing store. Clothing store, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to talk about from the coffee shop. Okay. I didn't get my um, higher-up position. Like, uh, I, I didn't get you. my key holder position through that. That was all on me. So I still, every time I do job interviews, I'm like, no, I need to do this myself. So I got Apple. I was really excited. I didn't know. They said it was a group interview, and I was like, I've never done those before, but, like, how big could it possibly be? It was being held in a hotel conference room. There was over 40 people at this job interview. And basically what they did is you all sat at a huge U-shaped table. Then you watch some like Apple videos and then you'd have to go talk to the person beside you, learn about them. And then you would and like learn like some facts about them. And then you would introduce your partner to the group. So it went through that like that for 40 people. And then they would ask like random group questions. And it was, you could just tell like the keeners and which ones like really wanted the job or which ones were like trying to fluff up like their personas and things like that. And like anytime they would ask a group questions, everyone's hand would shoot up and they'd be like, me, 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 me. And I was like, I was so overwhelmed because that's so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I remember like I got picked to answer a question and I was like, well, I got picked and I can just like see the daggers of people staring at me. And I'm like, I'm supposed to be here just as much as any of you. Mm -hmm. So then after that, they broke you into smaller groups of like eight people. And then you had to do questions that way from an iPad and then you were let go. And then they were going to contact the people who they thought were best fit. I didn't get contacted. But I was not upset at all because I was so uncomfortable that entire time. That is too many people in an interview setting. That is so uncomfortable. And you have to put that much pressure. Like you're literally just asking for a bunch of like business tycoon asshole people to like suck up to these four Apple executives. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's not fun. That was was very much dance monkey dance. Do you want the banana? It was the worst. What made it even more awkward is because my old coffee shop location was right across from an Apple store. That was the one I was applying to. Some of the people at that interview, I've served coffee to. Mm -hmm. And I I could tell that they knew who I was, but they couldn't say anything. So it was very, very awkward. Uh, The second group interview I did from the clothing company, I aced that shit. (laughs) I blew that out of the water. But that one was a lot of like, that was a smaller group interview. Yeah. I think it was like 12 people max. I think there was like 12 or 14 in mine. Yeah. And they started by going around. They they asked our question was, if you could be a bender from Avatar, which one would you be? Oh my God. And I was the only... See, I hadn't even watched the show yet. I had seen, like, the first two episodes. But I was... Everyone was like, water, water, water. And I was like, I'd be an earthbender because if... 
I would. I just feel like it would be the most useful. I was like, bam, here's a tree. Bam, here's a rock. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. They asked me, what superpower would you have? And everyone was like, read minds or like travel. And I was like, super strength. <laughs> and, and the girl looks at me. She's like, why super strength? And I was like, because I'm like really small and unassuming. And I would just love to, like if someone's giving me a hard time, just pick up a car. <laughs> And then put it down. And she was like, I respect that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, Mm -hmm. because you would never see it coming. So I think that'd be fantastic. Yeah. No, that one wasn't bad. And then, like, they asked me about my previous experience. And I've done some, like, pretty well-respected volunteer work. Yeah. uh, Because volunteering your time with, like, Make-A-Wish Foundation is very well-respected. So, like, I brought that out and they were like oh yeah this because yeah. I because you did the job interview after I did yes and because I basically got that job but I unfortunately had to give it up because of scheduling conflicts so when you got the interview I was like tell them about make a wish tell them about the theme park like yeah. milk it because oh. they eat that oh they did and I got the job yeah. I worked the job for two months and hated it and quit yeah but that's because it was right around Christmas time and they didn't respect that you had to work certain dates and then you got the other dates off. So I worked those certain dates and they're like, nah, you're gonna work Boxing Day. And I was yeah. like, but I worked Black Friday. Yeah, but we need you on Boxing Day too. And I was like, no, I quit. But the, the salon had also offered me full time. Mm-hmm. So like it, it was totally fine. Um, and I mean, I milked my discount. Like I don't even like the clothes there, but a bunch of people in my life did. So I'm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, group interviews overall, if they're under like 15 people that's fine even then i don't think group interviews should ever be a thing unless it's like even if it's like two people no group interviews should not be a thing interviews need to be one-on-one they do and like there's so many different types of interviews now because i think the best way to do interviews is do that phone interview first so you're not wasting your time and that person's time yeah and then be like okay so i have 20 applications we'll do 20 phone interviews and then we'll do 10 in-person interviews yeah that is the best way to do it or like with you know with covid if you were doing like the phone interview can also be like i've done a couple zoom interviews yes like when i worked remote customer service my it was all remote so my interview was through well it was through skype but yes yeah so, like, that's a way to do it. But that electronic interview? No. No. Get rid of that. No. Like, my job I had now, that was a Zoom interview. And it was mm-hmm. totally fine. Like, it was yeah. it was whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done a phone interview now. That was also fine. Mm-hmm. You know? I've also done a phone interview that lasted five minutes because they asked me, like, what was my availability? And they were just like, unfortunately, that's not the kind of availability we're looking for. Totally fine. Completely yeah. understandable. Like you said earlier, you're not wasting anybody's time. Yeah. I didn't have to travel to go to this interview. I didn't have to get dolled up for this interview. Yeah, exactly. Like the business on top, you know, shorts on bottom. Like you had an interview for a cruise line. Yes. <laughs> was, oh, was that on, God. Was that on phone or was that through So that was Skype? actually, that's actually a great point i had a yeah i was applying for a cruise line job and it was over skype because they wanted to see just kind of what you looked like yeah which fair enough fair Mm -hmm. enough and it was also for they wanted to know if you had any tattoos i have a tattoo on my arm and i think the rule of the cruise line was if it was 
two inches by two inches. I'm not converting that for American listeners. I'm sorry. I don't know. No, that is American. Is it? Okay. Yeah, okay. we use centimeters here Do in we? Canada. Okay. Sorry, yeah. Canadian people. I don't use centimeters. It's okay. It's like, think of a Subway sandwich and then just like take two good bites out. Yes. <laughs> so as long if your tattoo is two inches by two inches, you were allowed to cover it up with makeup. No problem at all. Anything over that size... Sorry, better not luck next time. And at this point in my life, I only had two tattoos. And the other one was on my back. I didn't have to worry about it. But the one was on my forearm. And I already had to cover it up at the theme park anyway. And the cruise line was in... It was the same kind of company. So I was like, sure, should be no problem. This lady on the phone went, do you have like a measuring tape for your tattoo? And I was like, sorry? And she's like, yeah, like, I can't quite tell if your tattoo is two inches or not. And I was like, oh, like, at work, I just covered up with a Band-Aid now. And, like, no one seems to have an issue with that. And she's like, yeah, like, we run on a little bit of a different rule set. So I need to see if the tattoo is two inches. And so I was like, okay, just give me, like, two seconds. So I put the thing on mute. And you were in the bedroom. Yeah. And I was like, Kelsey, do you have a measuring tape? And you're like, why? Like, is the interview over? I was like, she's asking me to measure my tattoo. I need to find this measuring tape. Yeah, because I had one. I don't know why I had one, but yeah, I had one. Yeah, you did. And so I was like, thank you so much. And so I went over. I'm like, sorry for that. And she's like, yeah, no problem. So I go wrap it around my tattoo. My tattoo is like two and a half, two and a quarter inch. And she goes unfortunately that is too big and I cannot offer you this position and I was upset I was pretty heartbroken and then I told my parents this and they were like this is why you shouldn't get tattoos and I was like this was my choice yeah (laughs) so I knew I'm not even going to go into the whole tattoo argument it's fine my job Mm -hmm. now could care less about tattoos now the theme park also doesn't care that much about tattoos so it's fine exactly but it was just an unfortunate circumstance that literally over Skype I had to measure my tattoo. It's so strange. It's so strange. Thinking back on it now, I don't think I would have got the job anyway because of like health and safety requirements. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a healthy person. But, like, physically, there's some things wrong. <laughs> so I don't think they would have want, wanted me there on the boat. Yeah, but it's fine now. We've both got big girl jobs. I have, I now have a better a job that has better hours, better pay, better benefits. I mean, I think things as much, like, we. I've gone to some job interviews that, like, really hurt when I didn't get the job. Yes. And I've gone to some that, like, I'm, like, very thankful I did not get the job. Yes. Like, I had a friend who interviewed for a position, got the job, and then two days later, the company went bankrupt. Oh, my God. So. Yeah. Things, I guess, like, hap- like it's such bullshit. Oh, things happen for a reason. Because, like, that, that is a bullshit saying. But, you know, sometimes. Sometimes the universe is looking out for you. Yeah. Like, when we were both waitlisted for the theme park, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's upsetting. But look at it now, right? Yeah. We would not have met if we weren't waitlisted. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I I even thought about going back, and I got denied to go back, and then COVID hit. So it's like, well, I didn't have to pay any fees, so that's good. I mean, you had to pay fees. I had to pay fees. They were all reimbursed, so that's yeah. totally fine with me. Um, that was in, when I went back, when I interviewed to go back to the theme park, I thought I did a really bad job. I was <laughs> like, who am I? I don't remember anything anymore. Yeah. I thought I gave a really bad interview but I still got the job so sometimes again if you have that like self-doubt in your brain 
um, my job that I currently have, when I interviewed for that, it was at the interview was at I think like eight thirty or nine mm-hmm. in the morning. I'm not a morning person, so I had to wake up, do my makeup. And then I made myself coffee, and I was a little nervous, so I put some Baileys in my coffee, and then I put too much Baileys in my coffee. And because I'd woken up so early before the interview, I was, like, sitting there, and I could, like, feel it in my system a little bit, and I just started hugging water. And I was like, please, 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 please. Like, I need it out of my system. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) So that wasn't super great. And then when I had the interview, it went well. It was totally fine. And then after the interview, I had to pee so bad (laughs) because I drank so much water. Um, But if you're nervous, just be careful with the amount of Baileys you put in your coffee. Yeah. No, go into... The one thing I will say about job interviews is... A lot of jobs in capitalism make it out like, oh, like, you want to work here. Like, why do you want to work here? Like, what can we do for you, you little number? But you're, it's a two-way street. It's an interview. You're interviewing them just as much as they're interviewing you. Yes. Look for those red flags. Look, like, listen to them because there is good opportunities out there. And sometimes you have to wait longer for them. Sometimes you have to look a hell of a lot longer for them. Yes. But like, don't take the first job you find unless it's, I mean, perfect. Yes. But remember, like they need you. You don't need them. Yeah. Like there, there's lots of jobs, especially if you're like looking for minimum wage work. There are so many minimum wage jobs. Like, I mean, minimum wage is not a living wage, but that is a whole other podcast. Yes. I think we have already touched on that. Yes. Yeah. But, like, if you need a sign, and then they're having your favorite food as, an like, an entire day, take that sign. Exactly. And, and that's where I think I will leave this. But, yeah. So, Kelsey has got a new job. New big girl job. Yeah. We said bigger and best things. You know, we are going to run out of business attire in this house because we both need to be in business casual. <laughs> so I got to buy a whole new wardrobe again. Yeah, it's it's your turn. I yeah. already shopped for my new wardrobe. It is now your turn to do that, okay? Yeah. But thank you, everyone, for listening. It has been... We passed our anniversary by the time this episode comes out. We will be doing a giveaway that we will be posting on Instagram and Twitter. Amy, if you want to tell everyone a little bit more about that. Yes. So we have a lovely giveaway going on right now. Our giveaway is you guys will be entered to win a cute, lovely little tote bag with our logo on it. It's really sweet and cute. So we hope you really like that. Put all your stuff in it for when you go to work. Our new fancy little rebrand that we worked very hard on. Exactly. Exactly. You know, just show it off and someone's like, hey, like, I love your bag. You can be like, thanks. It's a podcast. Go check it out. But it's very nonchalant. It's very simple. And we also have a $25 Starbucks gift card to give away because we all know we need coffee when we go to work. And every once in a while, you want to treat yourself. So exactly. I'll get you enough for one Frappuccino. Yes. (laughs) Maybe. 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 Just don't get any additives to exactly. us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Base level. So yeah, if you want to be entered to win that, all you have to do is go over to our Instagram page and all the rules will be laid out right there for you guys to check out. So may the odds be ever in your favor for that. And that's all we got for you guys this week. So again, thank you so much for listening. 
You can listen to us on Spotify, on Apple, and on YouTube over at Can You Take My Shift. You can find us on Instagram at Can You Take My Shift. And you can find us on Twitter at CYTMS Podcast. For our own personal social medias, you can find Kelsey at Kelsey Peets on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. And for Amy, myself, you can find me at Shelly Amy on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. So that's all we got for you guys this week. So till next time, Kelsey, can you take my shift? Absolutely. Let's go. Let's go, lesbians. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, kids. (laughs) Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system.